0: Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. And this week's story takes place under the sea. It's an original story written by me, Teresa, and features a fast-swimming dolphin, a cranky shark, and a kind merboy. So without further ado, here is our story the Merboy and the shark. Deep beneath the blue-green waves of the Eurydian Sea lies a watery world of wonder. Fish swarm in colorful schools, their fins flashing orange, teal, gold, scarlet, and green. Huge sea turtles make their way gracefully past tall towers of pink and purple coral. Dolphins chase each other through watery caves, and octopi chase crabs along the sandy seabed. Whales call to one another with their low, singing voices, and gulls and albatross soar above the waves in the warm sunshine. Oysters reveal tiny, beautiful rosy pearls, and thick blades of seaweed reach up toward the sunny surface. It is a beautiful, colorful world and it is home to the Mer people. The Mer people of the Euridian Sea live in great cities and homes on the seafloor. They've carved tall buildings and castles and homes out of the rocks and coral of the sea. Most of the time, they live in harmony with the sea and the sea creatures around them. But as our story will tell, it's not always easy to be friends with everyone. Once there was a merboy named Apollo. He loved swimming in the reefs more than anything. He knew almost all of the creatures by name. He and the sea lions would play hide-and-seek. He'd have races with the dolphins, and some of the larger sea turtles would even let him ride on their backs. Apollo loved to explore the sea and find new and exciting things about his watery home. He had swum through twisty-turny caves, slept on soft beds of seagrass, and made musical horns from abandoned conch shells. One day, as he was passing through the reef near his home, he heard a strange sound. He found a little dolphin was crying under a rock ledge. "'Silverback!' he said, swimming quickly to the dolphin. "'What's wrong?' "'Oh, Apollo!' the little dolphin cried. "'That mean old fangtooth called me a mean name and said my fins were too small!' Apollo put a hand on the dolphin's back and gave it a gentle stroke. "'I'm so sorry, Silverback!' That must have hurt your feelings a lot. The little dolphin nodded and sniffed. It made me feel sad and and angry. No one should call other creatures hurtful names, Apollo told his friend. And what he said about your fins, it's just not true. It's not, Silverback replied. Nope, Apollo answered. Your fins are just fine the way they are. I've seen you swim dozens of times. Your fins help you swim fast and easily through the water. Just because you're smaller than Fangtooth, doesn't mean your fins are any less special. Silverback sniffed again and nuzzled Apollo's hand with its snout. Thanks Apollo, that makes me feel a lot better. That's what friends are for, Apollo replied.
1: Hey baby
0: fins, a gruff voice called through the water. Where are you baby fins? It's him, Silverback said, a look of fear coming into its eyes. I wish he'd leave me alone. Apollo drew in a deep breath and nodded. I'll go talk to him. Oh, but he's so scary, Silverback said. Be careful! Apollo swam out from under the rock ledge and saw a large gray shark swimming slowly through the reef. Its black eyes were looking about and a toothy grin sat on its mouth. It saw Apollo and snickered. Look, if it isn't one of those green-haired mer people. what are you doing here? Looking for more seaweed for your stinky seaweed soup? Apollo crossed his arms across his chest. You're not being very nice today, Fangtooth. Nice! The shark scoffed. Why would I want to be nice? It's way more fun to be mean. And he used his tail to flick a crab crawling along the reef. Apollo swam to catch it and put it back on the reef. The crab gave Apollo a grateful nod before shaking its claw at Fangtooth and scurrying away. It's not fun for those you're being mean to, Apollo told Fangtooth, and you need to stop it. Fangtooth swam closer to Apollo, and Apollo could see the shark's toothy grin grow wider. Why should I? Apollo thought about telling the shark that if he didn't start being nicer, Apollo would have to fight him. But Apollo knew fighting wasn't good, and certainly wasn't the best way to handle the situation. He thought about calling the shark a name and trying to hurt its feelings, just like it had been hurting Silverback's feelings. But Apollo also knew that that wasn't the right choice either. He remembered his dad telling him that fighting and name-calling never really help. They only make a bad situation worse. And that's when Apollo had an idea. Want to play a game of seaweed kickball? He asked the shark. Fangtooth frowned in confusion, his eyes narrowing at Apollo. What? I asked if you wanted to play a game of seaweed kickball. I was going to play a game with my friend Silverback. He waved to the little dolphin under the ledge, who shook its head and refused to come out. Fangtooth laughed. Why would I want to play a game with that little shrimp? Because playing seaweed kickball is fun, Apollo replied. And Silverback is the best seaweed kickball player in the reef. You might just learn something. Silverback rushed out from under the ledge. What are you doing? It whispered to Apollo, its eyes scared. I don't want to play with him! Just trust me, Apollo whispered back. He turned back to the shark with a grin. So, want to see if you're good enough to play against silverback? The shark thought it over for a moment before grinning once again. Okay, sure, and I'm going to wipe the seabed with you both. Apollo worked quickly to weave together a ball out of some seaweed, and they agreed on three goals. Apollo's goal would be the gap between two tall coral towers. Silverback's would be under the rock ledge, and Fangtooth's goal would be a small, shallow cave. Each of the three players would try to kick the seaweed ball back through the water using only their tails and get it into their goal without the other players stealing it away. Each goal would be one point, and the first player to reach ten points would win. Apollo set the seaweed ball on a rock between the three goals. News of the game had spread quickly through the reef, and a crowd of onlookers gathered to watch. An octopus volunteered to give the starting signal, and as it clapped two empty clamshells together. Apollo, Silverback, and Fangtooth all rushed to get to the seaweed ball first. Apollo was fast, and so was Fangtooth, but Silverback was faster. Silverback's tail swiped at the seaweed ball, sending it high into the water. The little dolphin chased after it, and its tail propelled the seaweed ball back toward the rock ledge. In a flash, it seemed, the seaweed ball had landed under the rock ledge. Silverback had scored the first point. Fangtooth grumbled and made an angry face at Silverback. When the octopus signaled the start of the next round, Fangtooth swam even faster than before, just barely getting to the seaweed ball before Silverback. But he hadn't kicked it with his tail very far before Silverback zoomed by and stole the seaweed ball from him. Apollo tried to cut the little dolphin off from reaching the rock ledge, but it was no use. Silverback was just too fast and too skilled at kicking the seaweed ball the little dolphin now had two points. As the game continued, Apollo managed to get a couple of points, as did Fangtooth. But Silverback was the star of the game. The crowd cheered especially loud for the little dolphin, and Silverback began to smile and laugh again. Finally, Silverback got nine points, and Apollo knew that if they weren't careful, Silverback would win with the next round. When the octopus signaled the start of the next round, Apollo swam as hard and fast as he could. He reached the seaweed ball just before Silverback, but as he turned to get it back to his goal, Fangtooth's giant tail whipped in and stole the seaweed ball. Then there was a flash of silver, and suddenly the seaweed ball had vanished. Apollo and Fangtooth stared for a second in shock at where the seaweed ball had been, only there was nothing there but water now. They looked over just in time to see Silverback kick the seaweed ball under the rock ledge. The crowd erupted in cheers and celebration at the little dolphin's win. And Silverback did three loop-de-loops in the water, squealing and squeaking with joy. Meanwhile, Fangtooth grumbled in anger and swiped his tail at a rock, knocking a clam off of it. "'Come on now, Fangtooth!' Apollo said, catching the clam and setting it back on the rock. "'There's no need to be disappointed. You played a great game, and that's all that this was—a game!' "'But I didn't win!' the shark replied in frustration. "'I don't like it when I don't win!' Apollo nodded with a sigh. It can be frustrating to lose that something. But that's the way it goes when you play a game. You win some, you lose some. But you played really well, Fangtooth. Thanks for playing with us. The shark grumbled again but nodded. You did okay too, I guess. We should go and congratulate Silverback, Apollo told him. The shark shook its head. No way! I AM NOT CONGRATULATING THAT LITTLE SHRIMP! YOU KNOW, APOLLO SAID, SILVERBACK DIDN'T REALLY WANT TO PLAY WITH YOU IN THE FIRST PLACE. WHY? FANGTOOTH SAID. BECAUSE THEY'RE SCARED OF ME. NO, APOLLO REPLIED, BECAUSE YOU HAD BEEN SO MEAN TO THEM EARLIER. FANGTOOTH SHRUGGED. I WAS JUST JOKING AROUND. SILVERBACK DIDN'T THINK IT WAS FUNNY, APOLLO SAID. In fact, what you said hurt Silverback's feelings a lot. But they were willing to still play a game with you. They could have said no, or they could have bragged every time they got a goal and rubbed it in your face to try to get back at you. But Silverback didn't do any of that. The shark seemed to think about it for a moment. Okay, fine, the shark said. Let's go. Apollo and Fangtooth approached Silverback, who was being congratulated by the excited crowd. Great game, Silverback, Apollo said, patting his friends back. You were amazing! Thanks, Silverback said. The little dolphin's eyes looked to Fangtooth, and the smile left its face. Uh, good, good game, Fangtooth! The shark drew in a deep breath. You too. Congratulations, you, you played good. Thanks! Silverback said, seemingly surprised by the compliment from the shark. I think it was my best game yet. How did you do that last steal? Fangtooth asked. I didn't even see you coming. Silverback's smile returned. I can show you if you like. The shark nodded, and as they went to practice together, Apollo heard the shark say, Oh, and, uh, by the way, I'm sorry about what I said earlier. I guess that wasn't very nice of me. Apollo swam back to his home that day with a wide grin on his face. He'd played a fantastic game of seaweed kickball. He'd helped Silverback feel better. And he'd helped two enemies become friends. It had been a very good day. The End enjoyed our story, The Merboy and the Shark. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. A quick announcement, we have another upcoming live Whiskers and Wings event! On Saturday, May 13th at 1.30pm, we'll be hosting a free event at the Alexandria Public Library in Alexandria, Minnesota. We'll give a behind-the-scenes look at how we create the podcast, tell a couple of fun stories, and have a drawing activity. If you're in central Minnesota, we'd love to see you there! In our story, Fangtooth was not being very kind to Silverback. When people aren't kind to us, it can make us feel sad and mad. It's important to let people know how you feel. And if someone is treating you unkindly, it's always good to let an adult know so they can try to help you find a good and peaceful solution. Apollo in our story found a way to help Fangtooth and Silverback become friends. What is something you might do to help others remember to be kind? Feel free to draw a picture of a way you can help yourself and others remember to be kind and ask an adult to help you share it with us either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media, where they can find us on Instagram at Whiskers and Wings Podcast, on Twitter at Pod, or on our website, WhiskersandWingsPodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination! Whiskers and Wings Podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales. Theme music by Ruth Richmond.